All right, let's do Ramona. Good morning, good morning. It's Thursday. It's almost payday, y'all. It's almost payday. <laughs> thank you, Lord, for exponential elevation. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the eyes to see the harvest. I also thank you, Lord, for giving us the determination, the power, the will, the grace, the gratitude, the obedience, Lord, as well as the strength and the courage to grab the harvest as before us. This I ask in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. Hey, y'all, it is Thursday, Thursday, y'all. You know what you have when you get thirsty, right? You got to drink. You got to drink when you get thirsty, y'all. So we got some more word for you today to be able to just kind of uh, quench your thirst, to quench your thirst this morning. I tell you, it's been amazing. I've been, I've been getting these, these, uh, these, these journey charts that we're doing uh, from people emailing me from all over. Those who know you can email me at mwoods at ashtay.com, mwoods at ashtay.com, uh, and, and we can just kind of give you some pointers on how you can continue to, to really, uh, you know, uh, refine your journey chart. And we just give you some suggestions of things that you may have, questions that you have been asking. Uh, we try to bring those, those questions to light because, you know, this year we are really going for it. I mean, we are going for exponential elevation. We're going for a year of acceleration. We are beginning to see what God can do when we begin to ask in his name. Uh, so we're moving forward on this, and, and I think that it's really important for everyone to just really think about what it is that you desire from God. And you, you really have to be clear on that. I mean, you have to ask yourself, what is that that I desire from God? Because I can't, I can't really some, you know, say that in the past, we really have asked God for a lot. You know, sometimes you just live, you know, you just live from, you know, from day to day, from week to week, from month to month, from year to year. You know, and it really hit me when I, when I spoke to a couple. You know, uh, we have a, a young lady who works in, 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 in our, on our campus, and, and um, she's, she, she's a worker. She just works. I mean, she works and works and works and works and works. I see her in there. She's grinding it out and making it happen. And I got a chance to meet her husband a while back, and we, we just had a conversation. And, you know, he said, yeah, my wife just works so hard. My wife works so hard. Works so hard. And he said, we work hard. You know, I said, well, I understand that. And, you know, he said, well, how do you and Mrs. and Mrs. Woods, you know, balance when y'all working, working, working? I said, well, you know, one of the things, Randy, that we try to do is that we try to have balance in our family, our faith, and our finance. But we do that through asking God to uh, bless us in several areas. Every year we're asking God for more. And, you know, I was, got a chance to talk to him through that conversation, and I asked him a question. I said, I said Randy, I said, have, you, have, you, have you been on a vacation, um, you know, for like, you know, a week or two weeks ever in your you know, time that you all have been married? I've been married for 20 years, and uh, he never went on a vacation for more than three days. He said, Michael, we've never been on a vacation for more than three days. And he said, and that really wasn't a vacation because we worked a little bit while we was on that. He said, but over the past 20 years, I can't recall a time that we went on a – I said, so you've never experienced a two-week vacation? I asked his wife, and she said, a two-week vacation? How am I going to go on a two-week vacation? I wouldn't know what to do with myself. I said, well, it's not you have to go two weeks at a time. If you went one week at a time and you did it twice, that's still two weeks. I said to them, I said, you know, I said, you got to really begin to think about the things that you desire. Do you want to work so hard that you don't remember how to play? I asked them that question. I said, do you want to work so hard 
that you don't remember how to play. They said, no, we want to enjoy each other more. We always want. I said, well, I want you all to write down. I said, I want you all to write down that you want to go on a one-week vacation. A one, I want you to write it down. I said, I want you to write this down. I said, I want you, to, I want you all to pray about it. I want you to begin to think about some place that you would want to go and stay for a week. I said, I want you to do this because sometimes, you know, we stop dreaming and we stop asking God for more. See, even though it was a conversation about her working hard and them working together and working hard, it really became a question about what are you asking God for? Are you really asking him for more or are you just going in and out of your day and in and out of your month and in and out of your year? And before you know it, in and out of your life, what are you asking him to do in your life that will help create more balance in your family, your faith, and your finances? So I got a chance to plant that seed just by getting them to think about, hold on, I really am working a lot. You know, really, we haven't been on a vacation. I mean, come on, you, you, 20, you've been married 20 years. I don't know how a man can get away with that. I don't know how a brother can get away with that now. You've been married 20 years, you never on a one-week vacation. Uh-uh, no, 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 no. Step up. Somebody got to step up. But I, I put that out there because, you know, if he's not the only one that doesn't dream. She's not the only one that's not that stopped dreaming. You know, when you start working, you start having kids, you start doing life, you, your dreams can be put to the side. And sometimes life can put your dreams to the side. But this is why this, this word is so important. So we go back to the word and we begin to read Jeremiah 29 and 11. We begin to understand Jeremiah 29 and 11. For I know the plans the Lord has for me, the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. But he's not talking to you independently. He's talking to you specifically. I mean, you know, he's speaking to you specifically. No, he's not saying everybody. He said, I got it for everybody, but I got it especially for you. And when you begin to read Jeremiah 29 and 11 and begin to believe it, see, it's one thing to read something. But when you begin to believe it, and then you begin to receive it, and, and that, now receiving the word means that you're beginning to work towards the word. Receiving the word, I received that. Somebody say, I received that. When you say, I received that, you say, I hear you. Now I'm going to move on it. Because when you receive something, you, you don't just hold what you receive. You move on what you receive. If I gave you $100 and you received it, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to go shopping. You're going to do something. You're going to spend it on something. You're going, to, you're going to save it. You're going to do something with it. You're going to do something with it. So when you begin to listen to the word, Jeremiah 29 and 11, for I know, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Now, when you take that you out, when you put your name, what you're saying is I received that, Lord. I received that. I received Jeremiah 29, 11 in my life. Plans to prosper who? Michael. Plans to prosper who? Ramona. Plans to prosper who? Linda. Plans to prosper who? Connie. Plans to prosper who? Faith. Plans to prosper who? Lorraine. Who? I mean, whoever you are, Kathy, whoever you are, Mike, whoever you are, Carlos, whoever you are, Samara, whoever you are, Susan, whoever you are, Reba, whoever you are, LeVar, whoever, whoever you are, whoever you are, Kiki, yeah, whoever you are, yes. Michael, when you talk, when you, every time you say plans to prosper, plans to prosper, plans to prosper, it just, I just thought about, there's a young lady, I was on the phone with her, she's been doing hair for 20 years, 20 years. The salon that she's in recently just got sold. 
and she is forced to find another place to work. Mm-hmm. Now she found the place to work, and the place that she's that she wants to go to, she needs five hundred dollars to be able to move into the place. Mm-hmm. Do you know this person after doing here for twenty years does not have five hundred dollars? Come on and now, when she come on. Talks to me about it. Yes, when she talks to me about it, that really broke my heart. Because how can you be doing hair for 20 years and not have $500 to move to a better place? That just, I mean, it just breaks my heart. This is why it is so important that you be doers of the word, doers of the words, and not deceive yourself. You got to be doers of the word. So, so, so. Go ahead. Yes, yeah, go, go ahead. Go ahead. You about to say? Go ahead. Go ahead. Say it. I was say say it. what you what you said before. When your when your say and your do when you when you I can't even remember now. You messed me up. It says when your say don't match your do, you don't. Then you don't exactly. Yes. <laughs> when your say don't match your do, then you don't. And see. What it is, Lauren, that takes us back. You know, that goes right back to what did she name? She named, she named poverty unconsciously. Because, see, if you don't name it, it will have a name. See, she didn't name prosperity, honey. She, na- she didn't name it. She said, I'm just going to work. I'm just going to spend. I'm just going to do this. I'm going to do that. Nope, no plan. She didn't name it because she didn't have no plan. And a lot of people don't have no plan, so what happens is it becomes named. If you don't name prosperity, you are naming poverty. If you don't name good health, you are naming bad health. See, it's going to have a name. It is going to have a name. But this is where you have to begin to, you got to receive whatever the name is. If you're naming it, and then you're claiming it, you're, then, 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 you're, then you're framing it, then you're proclaiming it. What you're doing is you're putting a name on it. That young lady, honey, she didn't, she didn't understand the importance, or she understood the importance, but she never really took it seriously. And that's really, that's really sad that she didn't have $500. That's sad. After 20 years of doing hair, come on now. You made you $500 in one week. You can say one week. You could just do two weeks that week. You can say $500 for 20 years. I mean, 20 years. That doesn't make any sense. Somebody be zero. I'm talking about that's 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 not just broke. That's dead broke. You put in a casket for five hundred dollars. But that's crazy. So this is this is why we, this is why this word is so powerful. Because once you start receiving this word, this word wakes you up and shakes you up. It's a, uh-uh, I don't want to be that lady. I don't want to be that lady. I don't want. Uh uh-uh, uh. I ain't gonna call. I ain't gonna call Ramona for that. Uh uh-uh, uh. Because uh uh-uh, uh no. And it's not just. It's not. It's not the amount, y'all. Well, it is the amount in that particular case. Because if you don't have five hundred dollars, you don't have for twenty years. I don't care if you don't have for twenty weeks. If you ain't got five hundred dollars, something is wrong. You need, you need, you, 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 there's a lot of things you need. I ain't gonna get into that, but you, you don't have a plan for God to prosper you. You know why? Because you're wasting that which He's already blessed you with. Because you think about it, He gave you the talent to get the gifts. He gave you the talent. He gave you the talent. The talent. The talent was your ability to make money. For 20 years, she made money. But she didn't have a, she didn't have a name it. 
She did, that wasn't on her name at chart. Uh, 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 Gucci and uh, 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 Louis and uh, 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 who else? Who Versace and, and 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 all the other names that were on her. Name it. So, poverty was on the other side of that because you just can't shop till you drop, and the money don't stop. You got to begin to name this thing. You got to be, see this 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 journey chart that we're talking about. It's, it's so important. It's so important. It's more important than you've ever imagined. Naming it in Jesus' name, framing it, and begin to put down the details. Habakkuk two and two. Write the vision and make it plain. And then proclaiming it. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven is alive. It's alive in my life. I gotta receive that. I gotta receive that. For I know, for I know. You have to know this. You gotta know what? What's in the plans? What plans do you have? What have you asked God for? See, it works forward and backwards. It works forward with naming it, framing it, and proclaiming it. And it works backwards with Jeremiah 29 11. Then saying, hey, what's in the plan? Whatever you framed. What's in the plan? Whatever you named. Okay, nothing in the frame because you ain't said nothing. You ain't named nothing. It, it all works hand in hand. If you go back and forth and back and forth, you'll see it all come to, it's, it's right there before you, y'all. I want y'all to see this thing in your life. What's on your name it? Do you want more quality time? Do you want more savings? Do you want more to come, out of, to come out of debt? Do you want better health? Do you want to start making some investments? Do you, start, do you, want, do you want to tithe more? Whatever's in your name it. And you're asking those things what? In Jesus' name. What you're doing is you're just writing down some things, Lord, I want your help with blank. Whatever's in the blank, that's your name it. And then when you go to framing it, this, I, 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 I am convinced that I will see this in by the details I put down in this thing I'm naming. See, see, the framing is the picture. That's why you get a picture of something you desire. Like I told that couple, I want you to write down the places, places that you want to go, that you would want to stay for a week. I mean, the, the, if, they're, they're, if they're in South Carolina, if they went to Florida for a week, I mean, I'll tell them to drive to California, go take them at least three days to drive there, three days to get back. That's a week vacation right there. Spend one night. Drive to, drive to, drive to California. That's a one-week vacation right there, three days to drive out there, three days to drive back, uh, a one-night stay. That's seven days right there. You and your wife just go get in the car and drive there. That's, that's time. See, see, see you've got you to frame something, a picture of something that you desire. What are you asking God for? That's my question to you because you can have stuff in your head. I'm always talking to folks, well, Mr. Woods, I plan on, Mr. Woods, I plan on, Mr. Woods, I plan on. I said, well, you got it written down? No. Okay, well, you ain't got no plans. You just got a wish in your head. And you become wishy what? Washy. Because as soon as you wash your face, that, that thing that you thought about going, oh, no, I didn't. That is wishy-washy right there. When you have a thought of something you, you plan to do and you don't do it and you wash your face and it's gone, you weren't serious about it. See, when it becomes embedded in your heart, when it becomes embedded in your mind, and it's embedded in your spirit, and, you, and you, put a, you put a petition before God before it. Now, all we're doing right here is putting the petition before God. We are naming it, we are framing it, and we're proclaiming it. We're saying, Lord, I want your help with coming out of debt. Lord, the amount of debt I have is $10,000. 
Lord, I'm proclaiming that this debt, you know I need to come out of this debt, Lord, because I have some things I desire to do. I have some things I want to do for my family. I want some things I want to do for myself. There's some things I want to do for others. I mean, you've got to ask yourself that question. See, when you begin to start this chart, it looks funny initially. It looks funny. It looks like it's, you're playing a game. This is what it looks like. Like you just, you just plan. you just plan. But I'm telling you that when you've got a picture in front of you that you keep going back to every day and you're coloring in that savings and you're coloring in that you got rid of some debt, and you're coloring in that you tithed this week, and that was your tithing goal. Most people never set a tithing goal. I I I, I gotta share that with, a tithing goal is so important. Why is it important? Because see, a tithing goal is saying, Lord, I'm not gonna forget you. <laughs> As you bless me, I'm not gonna forget you. That, that, that's what a tithing goal really does. Some of the I just give. I just give. I just don't know how much I give. Yeah, well, you, you fold that $1 bill up real, real tight, or that $10 bill, you fold it up real, real tight, real, real small, and the usher board and, and, the, and the deacon board and the mother board all trying to spend 15 minutes trying to unravel that $3.50 you put in there with two quarters. I'm just saying, you got to have a tithing goal because a tithing goal is tied directly to the things you're asking God for. He said, are you serious? Are you serious? See, when you begin to set a tithing goal, I know then. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Because it's, you know, it's easy um, to give. You know, Michael, the one thing we've always done that I'll share with everybody when it comes to tithing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even during, during the darkest days, no matter what, we have had our tithing on auto draft for as long as I can remember. Absolutely. We put that on the front end. Even the years when Ashley was struggling that we did not get a paycheck, tithing, <laughs> we always did it as a we never auto stopped. draft. We now, never now, Ramona, remember the conversation that we had about that, though? Remember the conversation that we had about it what, 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 where, where initially tithing was not something that you were brought up on? Right. You know, because so so, but tithing was something I was brought up on because you know I went to you know Sunday school and church and you know if you didn't go outside, but tithing you know if you didn't go to church you didn't you didn't go outside you didn't go to Sunday school you didn't go outside for the whole day. Yeah, I'll tell you about that later. But tithing was something that I saw, but I really didn't understand. I really didn't understand until I became an adult. I just saw okay, my mama giving money every week. My mama giving money every week. My mama giving money every week. I mean, every week she would have her her, her envelope. You know, what I'm saying you had that envelope. And she put it there. She lick that envelope. I like. I'm gonna lick me envelope too. I never lick me envelope. It's not, but you know how you lick that. Yeah, y'all know it. But tithing was something that I saw, but I didn't understand. It wasn't until I became an adult that I really understand the power of tithing and how it's tied to your blessing. That's why we set a tithing goal because what we try to do is say, Lord, this is what I want to give. This is what I want to give this year. And, I, and this, this is very important. I want y'all to hear this. I want y'all to hear this. Sometimes people would think tithing is to a man. Tithing is not to a man. A tithing is to the mission. Y'all, y'all, I hope y'all receive that. Tithing is not to the man. Tithing is to the mission. When you release that tithe, what you are praying is that that tithe goes out and is able to help help further God's purpose 
through you. Did you hear what I said? You're releasing that tithe, and you're hoping and praying that that tithe goes out. That tithe goes out. That seed is planted. That seed is planted wherever you are, whoever, wherever you wherever you tie to. That seed goes out. That it helps to further God's purpose through you. See, when you release it, don't tie a string to it. <laughs> Woo! I'm, I'm gonna help somebody with this right here. I, I'm, I'm gonna cover that. I'm gonna cover. That. I'm gonna have a special message for you that on that because see, Ramon and I tied through whatever times. Did y'all hear what I'm saying? We tied through whatever times. Good times, not so good times, in between times, you name it, we kept tithing. We never stopped. We never stopped. Because we knew that we were, and this this is amazing, y'all. This is amazing. I got to share this with y'all because through some of the worst storms, we still had a roof over our head. We still had food to eat. We still had clothes on our back. See, there's a song that Ramon and I will play, and is that God is good. I hope I want y'all to maybe Google that song. It says, with no money in our pocket, God is good. With no food on the table, God is good. With no shoes on my feet, no clothes on my back, God is Good. So you know if he's good with no money, shouldn't he be good with money? If you know he's no, if you know he's 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 good when ain't no food, shouldn't he? Isn't that mean? Doesn't that mean he's real good when there's plenty? See that that that's what tithing is all about. Is that tithing about? Is that God is good regardless of how you tithe? However. He's real good. He is real, real good when you just stay obedient and just keep on tithing. It's, it's the consistency of tithing. Because some people, some people think it's the amount. No, no, it's not really not the amount. It's the consistency of tithing. You got to have some type of goal for that. But that's all that I'll name it, I'll frame it, and I'll proclaim it. We put down tithing as one of the things that will help you to stay grounded, to get that foundation, that, 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 that foundation we talked about. We want y'all to have that foundation. You know, you talk about tithing from a blessing perspective, but I tell you, for for me, for someone who, you know, did not grow up in church and learn about tithing later in life, what tithing did for me initially, it taught me discipline. It gives you discipline because if you become, when you become discipline in the area of tithing, you learn how to, you you become a better money manager because you learn through tithing, we learned to live off of 85% when actually we learned to live off of 65% because we tithed, uh, I think it was, we started off with was 20 plus 15, 30. Yeah, we, we tied uh, 15% and we saved 20% and we lived off of 65. But Give them that formula again, until, honey. Huh? Give them that formula again because I think that people need to hear that. I mean, this is just us, though. This is not something everybody I know, but just that people, need to, people, need to, people need to hear it because it's mm-hmm. never been explained like you're about to explain it. 
You said we, that we tied fifteen percent. Yeah, when we first got married, that's what we agreed on. We would tie the fifteen percent, we would save twenty percent, and we would live off of sixty five percent. And you know, we came up with this because marriage, right? Marriage is supposed to be something that's a blessing. And if it's a blessing, then when you get married, you should be able to really live off of 50% of your income because it's two of you, two people bringing in double money with one, two people bringing double money living off of with just one expense. The union is holy and the union is supposed to be blessed. So, you know, I said, okay, well, I'm going to try this thing. And I didn't do it at 50. I wish I had back in the days, but we were, we've always lived off of 65% of whatever it is. And so because tithing is so important to me, I've always put it on auto draft for many reasons. One, because it was, I, I believe it's so important. And two, I never wanted to get tempted and get and, and look at what I'm going through and not tithe. So as long as it's on auto draft, I can't I can't stop it. And um sure sure I mean it just it has amazed me that during the I mean some very dark days, tithing was just auto drafted and I, a check never came back. I it just it just never happened, and I, I'm just amazed. Now, 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 Ramona, you said something that I think two things that I, that I can laugh about now, but I couldn't laugh about it then. You know, we did have some bounce checks back in the day, but our tithe never came back. <laughs> so that was a good thing. But the the second thing that you, the first thing that you mentioned was, you did not look at what we were going through and base it upon whether we were going to tithe or not. That was so very important. See, see, see. had we looked, we set that thing up and said, listen, honey, I don't care what we're going through. We're going to continue to tithe. We're going to continue. We're going to continue. We're going to continue. Because if you look sometimes at what you're going through, oh, and the lights, the light bill do, and the car payment too, who, who, I mean, who, that tithe, that who, that tithe money and the, the school call it, because, I mean, we, had, we went through some challenging times. But we never stop tithing. So this is why it's so important not to look what you're going. Look at what you're going through. When you begin to set up a tithing goal, don't 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 don't, don't say, "Well, I'm gonna do this." But you know, when things get bad, if things get bad, I'm gonna have to cut back on that tithe. No, 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 no. You got to believe. You got to believe. That's why we say name it. Because whatever you name, then you begin to frame it. God is gonna provide a way. He's gonna provide a way, y'all. He's going to provide a way, and that's what he did. He continued to provide it, or provide a way. So that's why it's so important. So today I wanted to just share that with you all because I think today is, is an opportunity for you to continue to find and, and fine-tune and refine your, your, your journey chart because if you want to experience the best of life, then you got to, you, you got to really begin to sit down and, and ask yourself some tough questions. What are you asking God for the best life? I'm not just asking for my best life. You know that song, uh, 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 living my best life. Y'all know that song. But I don't want to live my, just my best life. I want to live a blessed life. But that, that's better. I'm living a blessed life, y'all. 
How do I know that I'm blessed? Oh, my goodness. Y'all don't have time to hear it. Y'all wouldn't have to. Y'all would be on this phone line for about three, four years if I could tell you how I've been blessed. Because when I look at this thing, when I look at it, and I say to myself, wow, I'm living off the prayers of my grandmama. I'm living off the prayers of my grandfather. I'm living off the prayers of my great-great-granddaddy. A lot of my prayers, y'all, I'm telling you, I'm still living off the blessings that they, that they prayed. I'm living off the prayers that they prayed. I'm living off their prayers. Look, my, my kids are living off some of my prayers, but they're living off my mama's prayers, my grandmama's prayers, my granddaddy's prayers. My great. See, I, you're living a blessed life. But God is saying, I got some more for you. I got some more for you. I got some more. Didn't the, look up the word abundantly. Look up that word so you can understand what it really means. Because when he gives you life and give it to you more abundantly, that means there's more. Best. That's it. That's best. You're the best. Yeah. No, no. I don't want to just be the best. I want to be blessed. I want to be blessed. I want to live my blessed life. I'm living my blessed. I'm going to change the name of the song, y'all. I'm living my blessed life. That's what I'm living, y'all. I'm living my blessed life. And you all should be living your blessed life too. But if you are not naming it, framing it, and proclaiming it, I'm telling you you can live your worst life. And you get around folks who live in their worst life and make your life worse. Worse. In fact, there's a word called worse, sir. <laughs> but you want to be blessed. Come on, y'all. What do you got to lose? What do you got to lose like by, by asking God for more? I'm sorry, Mike. I don't know how. I didn't know we were going to be talking about tithing today, and it's already 6.35. Well, it's time to stop. I'm living my blessed life, say the prayer, honey. Yes, um, I thank you, Lord, for exponential elevation. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the eyes to see the harvest. I thank you, Lord, for giving us the will, the power, the grace, the gratitude, the obedience, Lord. Ooh. Help us to be more obedient and be more doers of the word so we can grab this harvest that's right here in front of each and every one of us, Lord. This I ask in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. 30 minutes, y'all. 30 minutes. We're in and out. Y'all have a wonderful day today. All right, now. All right, all right. Thank you, that was good. Yes, yes, all yes, right. Michael. Yes, that's the word. Thank you, thank you. Woo! I'm living my blessed life. Blessed life. I'm, living. <laughs> I'm be singing that all day. I'm living my best life. I ain't living my best life. I'm living a blessed life. That's what I'm talking about. That's right. Sing my own song to myself. <laughs>